Come on, man. Hey, guys. It's just a fight. Hey, what's going on, guys? Here at the Swamp. Get ready to beat LSU. Y'all tune in to Rule Number One Podcast on Monday. Yeah. Woo! Another episode. Episode 36, man. We're rolling. Rocking and rolling. Yeah, man. It's uh, Saturday. Well, I guess Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, normally we record on Wednesdays, but it feels nice to be able to like get up and start rolling on the yeah. weekend, get an episode out. Um, but yeah, without further ado, we've got a very special guest this week. We have Liam here. And uh, excuse me, how do you pronounce your name? Uh, last name one more time. Rerucka. Rerucka. Liam yeah, Rerucka. Liam Rerucka. We wanted you to say it before we messed <laughs> course, it up. Yeah. No one gets it right, so it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. Liam is a uh, videographer. He works for uh, Black Oak, um, as well as he's still a student at UCF, um, doing a, a lot of social media stuff. Um, he's got millions of views on some videos that he's done. And um, wedding stuff, ladies. Yeah. And so, very special character. Um, yeah. And so, without further ado, welcome on, Liam. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited about this one, man. Yeah. I, I saw some of your videos on Instagram, dude, the UCF football one. That one caught my attention. Oh, yeah. Those and are always the best, man. That's hype. It's fun. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, dude... I would love to have somebody on in that field because I'm one, I'm so interested in it. Two, I want to make a living in it. And three, I was like, man, it'd be nice to talk to a professional. And you are a professional in the industry, partner. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so you I'm are, working on it. Yeah. You're currently still a student, right? Yes, sir. At UCF. UCF. Yeah. So I'm a senior now, basically. So I've been working a lot since I've been in school. So it's been, you know, I haven't really lived the whole student life like most mm-hmm. kids my age. And, um, but, you know, I've been in school working a lot. You know, I work for a company. I work independently, do a lot of independent work. And I'm in school. And at school, you know, I do a lot there, too, for the football team, sports, athletics. So I stay busy, man. I stay busy yeah. all the time. And, the you know, a life of a videographer, you're always on the road. You're always on the go. Sure. You're always trying to be creative. You know, it can affect a person. And, you know, one of the questions that we well, – the first question we ask all of our guests on the top of the episode, you know, what's your number one rule to live by? I'm kind of curious with your background. You know, I got a lot of rules I live by, you know, and that's a good question you guys ask. Um, for me, you know, I, I really try to just, you know, focus on what's important to me. And by that, I mean, focus on what I'm good at, you know, try not to get distracted and get lost in, you know, today's world, all these things we have distracting us. Yeah. Basically, just, you know, I try to be myself and kick ass at what I do, what I'm good at. I love yeah, it. Dude, that's yeah. how you have, you have to be that way nowadays. Yeah. If you look at all the creators throughout all the social media spaces, they're themselves. For sure. And that's what sells. You got to be authentic. Yeah, 100%. And I've always been big on that, too. You know, be yourself. Don't try to be someone you're not. You know, I don't do fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to wear the fake watch, you might as well wear a watch from Walmart. Like, <laughs> just don't do it, man. Like, why? Why? But, hey, yeah. Yeah, being authentic in everything that you do, too. It's like, it's a good role especially with your field it's like don't try to be somebody you're not because hey i mean if you're a boat guy or whatever you can try these different fields but it's like hey if you're good at something embrace what you do and push it you know right. it's kind of like with the podcast like me and brian talked about it and it's like dude whenever we're having conversations we can't try to be necessarily joe rogan or theo vaughn exactly or, you yeah, know you can't yeah. ever compare yourself to um i'd say that one of the main problems and i even deal with it too sometimes um you know especially in my you know industry I know a lot of kids who do video or people my age doing video, you know, being a creator, posting these videos, cool edits. And I'll watch what they do and compare it to mine and be like, oh, you know, that's good. It's better than mine. But at the end of the day, you can't ever do that. And you guys yeah. might do that with a podcast. I do. As well. We do. Like, oh, see, that's how they do it. And they're successful. So maybe we need to be like them. But at the end of the day, man, be yourself and just 
Kick ass, man. <laughs> Kick ass. I like that. Yeah. You, you have to be because, you know, we fell into that before. Right. You know, why aren't this video getting this amount of views? Or why ain't this one growing? Or why ain't this doing that? It's, yeah. it, it, if you start doing that, you start, you know, feeling, I don't know, it's depression. Like yeah, you start putting sure. it on yourself. 100%. And it, if you just you embrace being yourself yeah. rather than comparing yourself to others, mm -hmm. you'll be pretty good. Someone yeah. told me one time, and I've always liked this, uh, as far as like content goes, posting or, you know, doing a podcast, whatever, you just... Keep throwing shit at the wall till it sticks. Nice. Yeah, yeah I never Keep thought about it like shit that. At the wall till it sticks. <laughs> and it sticks, there it is. Yeah. And it's a big thing. Like, whenever we post or whatever, we come up with an idea, we have a video um, or look at YouTube, and it's like, oh, well, we didn't get that many views or we, didn't, we don't have these many subscribers. You also got to think, man, like, as a content creator, you put out videos every week or whatever, and it takes time to grow a following, too. Yeah. If sure. you look at guys, like, for instance, like, if, like, on TikTok, if I say a funny little clip and it only gets, you know, 5,000 views or something, it's like, dang, like, what the heck? Like, I know all these other guys that are doing the same thing that I personally, I think my video was funnier. Yeah. And it's like, you can't compare yourself to all the other content creators out there. You got to stick to your script, stick to your deal and be like, Hey, this is me. If you like it, follow along the journey because it's a grind to get to where you want to be. Yeah, yep. Comparison is the ultimate thief of happiness. Yeah. Oh, that's a good line. Yeah. I've heard it. For, I've seen a lot of people say it, but I like it. It's always yeah. stuck with me, you know, and anytime I do compare myself, it sucks. I just, I yeah. become unhappy and it's just no point in doing it. Yeah. You so start asking yourself, yourself why. And like, don't why? worry about what anyone's got to say about you. Good. Yeah. Just do your thing, man. And embracing the moment too. Like For sure. it, a lot of people don't like, especially people like us, whenever, you know, we're 22, 23, 24 years old, whatever. And you're working your way up in the field. A lot of people are just like, dang, like I want to be somewhere. And like, exactly. I have this end goal, bro. Like embrace the grind. Like if, if you don't embrace the journey, then you'll never appreciate the destination you're going yeah. to too it's like you got to stay with it and, and embrace where you're at yeah so this is a very hard field you know to break into um you're doing pretty well millions of views that's not you know, bad that's that's a good thing to add on your resume <laughs> not bad yeah <laughs> um and you know it stems from creativity and you know people that get into this field and do it a lot it's their passion yeah mm -hmm. where did this kind of develop for you so for me, you know, looking back on it, I had a relative who did video back in the day. Um, he still does it to this day. You know, he's a you know relative of mine. And um, ever since he did that, I mean, I was, you know, 10 years old, and I remember him showing me some things, and I was like, man, this is just so cool, so cool, whatever. So I always thought, like, yeah, it's just cool. I'd like to do it. Maybe I could do that someday. You know, because when you're younger, you want to be Superman. You want to be whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I've always thought, you know, I'd like doing that. Anyways, so once high school came around, I was playing football for a long time. Uh, I played football for about 10 years. And, uh, you know, I just knew that wasn't for me. You know, I, I stopped growing as everyone else started getting <laughs> taller. So I was like, you know what? I don't need to do that anymore. So then high school came around. I, I, I stopped doing football, and uh, that wasn't my thing anymore. And um, so they had a good TV production program at the high school I went to. And uh, I was just interested in that. I was like, man, it looks fun. You know, I can make some cool stuff with that and just be creative and use my thoughts. And I don't know, just be creative and have fun. I thought I got good ideas compared to some others and let me try it. Yeah. So I got into that. I started making videos in high school, did all that, got pretty big into it. You know, we won some awards. We won best in show in certain categories of videos, which was fun and yeah. kind of, you know, made me feel like, okay, I'm not too bad at this. You know, you know, I felt dedicated to it. It was something I was passionate about. I was mm -hmm. like, this is good. And you know, whatever. Graduate high school, you know, you know, confused, didn't really know what to do. So I was working for a pool company. I was cleaning pools, doing some of their marketing 
you know, running some social media. I did a couple little videos here and there for them because I was like, you know, I can do little videos, whatever. But I wasn't just certain on what I want to do or what I was good at, you know. I was, but I always knew, like, you know what, I might be able to do good videos or whatever. Some, anyways, getting off track a little bit. No, um, you're good. Uh, come COVID time, you know, it was time, COVID time, you know, everyone's in their house. I would be watching a lot of YouTube videos and I would watch, you know, I don't even remember who it was I used to watch, but they would post these cool edits. It would basically be just them traveling, having fun, and uh, just cool edits with music and just the way they did these angles. And I, I'd watch it and just get this feeling from it. And I, but I'd also see it and be like, I feel like I can do that. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I can make something that good. I would see it and I was like, this is good. And I saw what they were getting out of that. I was like, these guys are traveling, meeting famous people, you know, doing all these things like just from creating videos and being good at it. And I was like, I can do that. So, you know, come into COVID time, you know, all that. I I bought a camera and I was like, I'm going to get into video. I feel like I can do this. So I went and bought a camera, uh, hit up my local barbershop and was like, hey, I'll make a video for you for free. I made like a minute and a half video, just a cool video with some music and cutting hair, cool shots, cool angles, everyone looking dope. And, you know, I posted that on Facebook. After I posted that on Facebook, everyone I know in Winter Haven was like, yo, this is great. This is awesome. He's talented. Let me, you know, and that stemmed into all kinds of other things, you know. So that led to wedding videos. That led to real estate, which led to, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And it's just, it's gone from there, man. I've done a lot of things and I've really yet to advertise. I've just kind of put myself out there and that's that. And I've accepted life, how it's came and it's been great. I think it's cool how you have that one video that you remember, the specific, the barbershop yeah, video. I always tell people the barbershop video. Man. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, me too. I have a video too in mind that, you know, got me into this. Yeah. I was, I was a little bit later into it. Like I, I changed my major three times in college. Yep. Um, got to the third one. I was like, this one's for me. Yep. But in that field, I had a, you know, video production class and we were tasked with making a video. So we went to a Christian school and we had to have a video that had a Bible verse in it that displayed across the screen, but it had to be a minute and 30 seconds long. So I was like, you know, there's some cool Bible verses out there, some courageous ones or whatever. Right. So I picked a really cool one. It was Joshua 1-9. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this a baseball hype video. And, man, I was recording my fellow teammates doing push-ups, bench pressing, and then, you know, I was out in the field. You know, my coach had, you know, 100% agreed with this. I was out in the field taking videos of BP, like double, like made a double play video. It was yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah. And I put it all together and it came out really good. Mm-hmm. And I got a, I got a, you know, hundred on the project from a professor that's Sweet. really tough grading. And I was like, man, I'm good at this. Yeah. That's where, that was my video that got me, you know, launched yeah. into this. I think, yeah, once you, you know, like, that's another thing too, you know, you never know until you. <laughs> I think I got him. Sorry, there's a fly. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you'll never know until you try to. And that was the thing with me. I just, I, I felt in my mind, I was like, I know I can do this. I know I can do this. And then I, I tried and I made that video the barbershop and I was like, yo, it's good. And yeah. then I, I mean, that's what I thought. But then once I put it on Facebook and everyone shared it and was like, yo, it's great. It's great. It's great. And, and I was like, sweet. And you know, I mean, that led to so much, I mean, doing that free barbershop video, I had a barber, the one of my, my main barber, Steve Western, shout out Winter Haven. He's nice. the best barber ever. Um, <laughs> he met, you know, he cuts a lot of people's hair. He has a lot of clients and whatever. And he would always tell the people, Hey, I got a video guy. You know what I mean? And I got a couple of great jobs out of that. You know, I was able to go up in a plane. We flew over Winter Haven and I got to take That's pictures cool. of the city. And, you know, just all kinds of different things, all stemming from, I'd say, just connections. You know, obviously you got to have that skill and that talent that, you know, gives you that credibility to do these things. But at the end of the day, connections is just the biggest thing as far as 
doing work, you know, getting out there. Connections, connections, Absolutely. connections. Yeah, we talked uh, last episode about, like, college and the whole deal is, um, and, you know, how the college degree, like the piece of paper, it mm-hmm. may not as mean as much now um, right. as it did, you know, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but the advantage of college is you're in the field of that you want to be in. Right. And you're surrounded you can, by many people who passionate about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can network yourself and be like, Hey, uh, you know, you're great in videography. Well, you know, I can, I actually cut music and this and that, and you can collaborate or whatever. And just having people that are in your back pocket or whatever yep. that can help you not only be like, Hey, like I want to benefit from everything you do, but it's like, Hey, let's grow together. Let's like, let's work together exactly. and do something. Collaboration, man. It's a huge, we always preach that on the show. Like it's always about I don't want to say it's all about who you know, but it's always about who you meet. Like you never yeah, know yeah, who sure. you never know what could come back and help you out. And that's a pretty cool thing that we do on our show, you know. Our guests aren't the biggest names, right. but they might be one day. Yeah. Like you never know. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing with college too. I feel like a lot of people think you go to college and you go and just learn, get that degree. If that's all you go and do, say you go party, get your degree and all that, at the end of that you're gonna be left with a degree. And yes, that'll get you some places, but at the end of the day, I think there's so much more to gain from it as far as like what you said, just the people there, like you said, meeting a guy. I've met so many people, you know, especially doing the football stuff. Like, I mean, I was able to get a job having the internship I have at UCF doing football, you know, content for free, just making cool videos for UCF's channel. Um, You know, that led to a job where I was able to travel all around the country and film all these football camps and you know, I met so many people through that all around the country. And then it's just, you know, it's all just stemming from connections. It's I mean, what a what a great step in stone to have. Yeah, A sure. D1, you know, premier football program in Florida. They're getting bigger. Oh, and yeah. The Big 12 now. So yeah, they're, they're I do. Like they're, they're, they're in a Power 5 conference. I've, I've been saying, man, UCF's on the rise. Yeah. UCF's on the rise. And, no? like, I think about it. 2017 national champs. Oh, okay. Right. Here we go. Okay. No, but like, think about it though. That's a great stepping stone for people in the field. Like yeah. these people that, you know, get to work at these universities or alongside all those athletes and get to make these cool mm-hmm. videos. I feel like sometimes they're like, they take it for granted, you know? Oh yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Cause I like, mean, I didn't have that experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I've met so many cool people just through UCF. I mean, I've met a lot of cool people through a lot of things I've done, but I remember the first game I ever shot at UCF, um, you know, I was there on the sideline. I didn't really know what to do. There was no direction, you know. They kind of just gave me a credential to be on the field, and they're like, go do whatever. And yeah. I was just like, okay, I had to figure it out. You know, I had to go out there and figure out, okay, what do I want to do? And the first video I made, it's on my Instagram. It's like one of the first football edits I got on there. And I just, you know, filmed some plays, filmed the crowd. It was great. But what was really cool was, you know, John B. from Outer Banks was there. Oh, was yeah. Like, I got to meet him and just, what's up, man? Nice guy. You know, just, that was so cool. I mean, didn't make a huge connection with him or nothing, yeah. but just got to yeah. meet him. You know, being there, I was like, wow, this is crazy. So what do you, those experiences bring moments like that. Yeah, exactly. He exactly. was a UCF grad, wasn't he? He was, yes. That's why he was there. And Yeah. Uh, yeah, another cool thing, um, you know, that's awesome that he showed up at the game. Another cool video that I saw was the uh, the quarterback, y'all's quarterback that plays baseball and football. Yeah. yeah. How he, I think he was uh, playing. Plumlee, JRP, yeah, Plumlee. Yeah. yeah man. He was playing the baseball game uh, through, like, seven innings, and then they had their scr- spring football game, and you saw him, like, literally, like, changing out of his baseball clothes and throwing yeah. on his pads, yeah, like, on no, the way. Dude's a hell of an athlete, man. And he throws he's a like, touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's great. Uh, I've never, I don't think I've met him, but, I mean, I've filmed him a lot. I got cool clips of him scoring. You know, he's, a, he's quite the rush of a quarterback you know what I mean so he likes to you know take off with it but nice guy is there like a specific moment that sticks out to you that you filmed at UCF that's like oh this this is the one oh yeah for sure there was a touchdown I got last year it was of the uh, running back um what's his name I can't think of his name right now um 
RJ Harvey. Okay. Mm-hmm. RJ Harvey. It's on my Instagram. Uh, I posted that one. That one got a good amount of views on Instagram, but I was just at the right place at the right time. He ran right towards me. It was backlit. Uh, it was just perfect. Yeah. It was the perfect shot. I always look back on that shot. It's one of my favorite shots I've ever gotten. It was just perfect, you know? And, uh, at the end of the clip, you can hear me. I was talking. I was like, hell yeah, as I was filming it. it, was yeah. just <laughs> it was, I got it. I it got was it. the biggest game of the season, too. Full crowd, uh, you know, daytime game. You know, usually at night, we have the night games. Lighting's not as good. So it was a daytime game. It was backlit. It was just beautiful, man. It was it was electric. Well, that's, that's, awesome. that's the experiences yeah. in this field that gets you the next job, the next yeah, step. For like sure. Those moments where you can get that perfect video, like yeah. you can get that perfect set. Yeah. Yeah, we had a. I, I just went up to Montana this past week, and I went into one of these galleries. Um, then they have all these wildlife photographers and everything, and they have these little shops. And so I go in there, and uh, this guy's got this picture of like a herd of elk. Um, and I mean, they're massive bull elk, like running over this uh, this mountaintop, and there's a pack of wolves chasing them. And uh, he has this picture, beautiful picture. And I was talking to him about it, and he goes, "Man, one thing that I would say with photography, same with videography, is that if you have one piece that it's like a once in a lifetime piece." And you have it. He's like, you'll make your money back over and over and over again just by people coming and be like, wow, I gotta have that. Or yeah. like, you know, with videography, be like, dang, like I got 15 million views on this, mm-hmm. and it'll make you. Yep. Um, but it's super cool just being in that moment and you capturing something and be like, yep, this is the shot. That's the one for sure. Yeah. But, and what was really cool is I was sitting next to a photographer, um, Jay Bright. Shout out. He uh, he was sitting right next to me. We were side by side, and uh, he had the same lens on everything. He was taking photos of this moment, this guy scoring. I was taking videos. So we stitched them together. The photos are identical to the video. So it's just like, it's just a cool moment. Yeah, like, awesome. We did something really cool with it. And it's stuff like that to me is just cool. You know, I've always been big on two. Like, you know, once you make the memory, I like to look back on it. I've mm-hmm. always been, I just like that, you know. And um, I'm trying to get better at bringing my camera everywhere I go just to, yeah. just to have something to remember. You know, I know there's famous people who do that, they document their life, and I think that's great, you know. Um, it's going to leave a legacy. Just the, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, being passionate about it, it's just, I've always liked the camera stuff, man. It's just been cool telling stories. Yes. It's what's always been about to me, just reflecting that's on moments and putting your, just the vibe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like the, that word, but it's, <laughs> what, it's what makes sense. That's the part that, that gets me, the storytelling. Yeah. Like, I want to, I want to project the moment that I was feeling and thinking while I was that's there what I was doing trying to it. say. Yes, yeah. that's what I meant by vibe. That's a good, but nicer way to put it. Yeah. What does it say like ambiance or whatever? Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just, just how I feel in that moment portraying that, and I think there's other people in the world who would find that cool too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. how I feel too. Yeah, making videos. That's how I like got into photography. I was sitting there and I like I would try to take pictures on my phone and be like, ah, that doesn't look like how it looks or whatever. And then with photography, same with videography, you could take a picture and then you edit it and you make it look like exactly like you were standing there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dang, I wish I could save this moment right here and yep. show the whole world that. Yep. And it's I feel like the same thing with all these artists is doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a growing field too. Oh like, yeah, this is the fastest growing industry. I feel like in the world right now. Like if you can go out and make videos and make stuff for people to sell or to, you know, whatever that you're going to have a job. See, the thing is now everyone needs content. If you look at like, say print media, it's dead. I mean, Mm -hmm. no one wants to put their ad in a magazine or the newspaper anymore. No. No one wants to be, you know, whatever. Just print media is dead. I think everyone needs content now. It's such a huge thing. You want to advertise on social media. You even see all these different companies now. They'll, they'll start to fall into these trends of making reels and TikToks. Yeah. Certain ways that like are blowing up. You know, they're just everyone's kind of falling into that same feed of reels and video content. Like 
you know, I see a lot of companies doing it now. I mean, I saw Chevrolet. They posted a reel the other day of, you know, usually they would just do a product video of their truck ripping through the desert, whatever. But now mm -hmm. they're starting to really make it like a reel someone would make. Like like a generic thing. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. Or a okay. trending reel. Template. Like, you know, I mean, it's all kind of falling into the same quick attention grabbing. I saw a video on that the other day. Um, Ryan Reynolds, that when he bought that soccer club in England with the guy from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, and he was, he's the one that started that trend for a company, like being able to hop on whatever TikTok reel, whatever's catching fire, whether it be a dance, whether it be a certain sound, he's the one that really started that for companies. Mm -hmm. And they saw that, Oh my gosh, Ryan Reynolds soccer team just got 25 million views. Right. And it's a town of, 15,000 people or something like that. Mm -hmm. And companies started gravitating towards those kinds of advertising because it catches the attention of the viewer right. easily. For sure. I've even noticed it with some of the clients I do work for too. You know, for a while there, uh, early on, I was doing work for clients where it's just these kind of basic more corporate videos where, you know, pull music offline from a free music source and then make just a kind of a corporate, you know, yeah. professional video. Now, you know, I've started to I kind of broke that barrier and, you know, now we can use actual songs on mm -hmm. Instagram and, you know, kind of be more creative with it and get a little more like outside the box. And excuse me, that's what leads to more engagement all around. Personable too. videos. Exactly. Like. Exactly. Because people can engage more. Like if they hear a rap song to like a really cool sports video and they yeah. really like that trending song, exactly. it's going to get way more views than you would get from that generic hip hop beat yeah, from SoundCloud. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's how it used to have to be. Mm -hmm. But now, like you said, the that really helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Catching attention. Yeah. And it's changing. I mean, as far as that vertical video goes now, you know, when I make these vertical videos for Instagram, TikTok, whatever, for companies and I think about how I'm going to make it when it's when you're swiping through. Mm -hmm. As soon as you swipe and hit that video, it's got to start. Yeah, it can't be a build up and all this. It's because I'm. If it's me personally, I think like if I look at this, what am I going to do to it? Am I going to watch it and be like, ooh, or am I going to be just next, next? Yeah, because yeah. you get. I'm sure you guys gotten in that flow before where you're yeah. watching, you're just mindlessly scrolling. Well, yeah, if which you is get not good, if, I don't think. As a creator, if you get a higher retention rate, your videos are always going to be pushed and pushed and pushed exactly. more. So you exactly. gotta you gotta find something that's going to catch the attention, like you said, like that because. Right. People's attention spans are shorter than they ever been, mm -hmm. and now it's like you almost have ten seconds to deliver a cool video, yeah, like a completion, so you yep. get the view before they go to the next thing. Yeah, I would say the sweet spot nowadays is like nine seconds. Man. Yeah, anything yeah. longer than that is like just dragging on. And yep. it's hard for a podcast to do that too. Yeah, yeah, you know, podcast is cool too. I mean, as far as content goes, like I see so many clips. I mean, my feed and my algorithm is Same. a lot of podcast clips. Yeah. I'm sure your guys is too. You know, making a podcast, but the way it's cut, you know, it's not just videos. It's yeah. not you talking, then you talking. It's mm -hmm. you talking with the zooming in then cut to me with, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It, cutting it a certain way. You watch like Mr. Beast videos. Like those mm -hmm. have, he's really mastered that quick engagement of like, let me get my viewers attention as mm -hmm. fast as possible. So it's these quick cuts, engaging looks, feels, you know, I think you got to implement that into making your content, especially nowadays. It's just important. Yeah. Because like, especially when people are scrolling, like you said, I mean, you've got probably, a second and a half, I think. Like whenever yeah. you're scrolling, it's like if I don't see something I like in a second and a half or hear something, boom. Mm -hmm. And it's and it, it's tough for content creators as well. I feel yeah, for sure. It's because like you could have a solid 
30-second video. But yeah. if you don't get that initial second and a half, you're, I mean, you're done. Like they're Yeah, and see, with me, you know, I've, ad- I've had to adapt to that, really, because mm-hmm. at first I wasn't, when I first started doing all this, you know, about three years ago, it was never like, I'm going to start making this short-form content, all this, you know. It's kind of something I just do because I've learned how to do it. You know, it's not something I necessarily like to do. It's just kind of what you have to do now, you yeah. know. Personally, I like making a, you know, a nice video that tells a story, like I said, you know, and you can't really do that as much. You can with the shorter form content, but it's got to be, it's different to my liking nowadays, yeah. you know, but I've, I've learned, I've always kind of just sat back and watched like, what is, what is it that's working and try to just capitalize on that, you know, yeah. so. Let me ask you this about YouTube though. Do you see, because obviously generically or um, YouTube's been, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 minute long videos. Yeah. With all the this retention span that people are like, okay, I need about nine seconds, and that's mm-hmm. it. Do you think YouTube will take a slower down? I know they have shorts and everything, but, like, so, where yeah, does that go? You know what I mean? You know, I, I always think that they'll keep that market of their longer-form videos. Um, you know, it's no different to me. Like, YouTube, I notice... I mean, a lot of people are kind of turning their, their videos into, it's almost like a series or a show they're doing yeah. now, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. no different, like you guys, if you watch TV, watch something on Netflix, you know, like, there's a there's a two times for me, like, there's a time when I want to be scrolling on TikTok when I'm about to go to bed, and then there's a time I want to be watching something on the TV. Yeah. I'm not going to watch 10 second swipe videos on TV. Yeah. I'll watch a cool YouTube video of a guy in the Bahamas fishing, or something cool, like, I like, or whatever, you know, like, so I think there'll always be that market for it, just because it's a... It's a place where people can be creative. And, you know, I've always wanted to make a YouTube, but it just takes a lot of time. I would it put does. a lot of time into it to make it how I'd want to make it. So maybe one day, maybe one day. They have a lot of cool creation tools, too, that make it easy nowadays with oh, yeah. the studio, YouTube studio. Oh, yeah, you can edit in there. You can do all kinds of stuff, yeah, it's too. Yeah, really cool. Speaking of which, a big thing that's in editing right now is AI. How do you oh. feel about that? Oh, man. AI is interesting, you know. I, I think in the past year, it's gone from zero to 100 so i can't imagine in the next 10 years what it's gonna bring yeah Yeah. um i think ai is really important like let me put it this way i think whoever you are wherever you are you need to figure out how to make ai your your coworker. like you need to make it do things for you that you don't want to do or it could do quicker than you can um, you know, I'm constantly trying to figure it out as well. Like, what can I use AI for that will make my workflow quicker or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just anything. And, um, you know, I'm still learning about it. You know, I'm not too, it, it's changing. There's, I always see every day on my feed, 10 new AI things that will help yeah. you with your creative yeah, workflow. Same. Have you and seen the Firefly deal that they they made? What's, what's Adobe Fly, Firefly. What's that do? It's basically like, it's the software where it's basically like a uh, Premiere Pro where you can edit all your videos or whatever, but you just type it in um, oh, in the yeah. search bar and it'll just cut everything huh. like that. Yeah. I don't like that. There's no creativity there. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. You're letting someone else do it. Well, some, some being, yeah, thing. something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. See, I mean, you know where I come from, I don't really like that too, because I feel like for me to get into the industry, I had to like, you know, try and use my skill or whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah. to me, like, you know, not, I'm not knocking anybody, but you know, if someone could get a ton of work and doing that, you know what I mean? Hey, I make videos and I'm just typing into a box how to make it. Like, yeah, yeah there's no, you know, I mean, if you, if you know how to work it and make it do that th- for you and you can make it work and be successful and hats off to you, you know, but it's just scary to me. Yeah, it that is. whole, that whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's terrifying yeah, because, sure. you know, two days ago, FDA 
approve the Neuralink stuff on human trials. Yeah. Chips in the, the brain. Yeah, I was about to say that's Elon Musk's yeah. chips. Chips in the brain, which he's aiming to cure all these diseases and then one day be able to connect you to the internet, which is terrifying. Yeah. Superhuman thinking at that point. Yeah. But I just want to steer clear from it because I feel like, one, it kills like human creativity. Like, mm, for sure. you know, it's not your thought process or your clips anymore. It's no, like, it's a machine. Yeah, you're tied into the... Yeah, whatever yeah, it is. It's I don't a, know. I, I don't like it. It's like I want to when I sit down and I create videos. I want it to be like a personal experience. Yeah, I, I w- gotta. I want to separate myself from everybody and everything. Yeah. and think to myself, exactly. how do I like this? Exactly. And then when I make it and I look at it that way, that's when I think, okay, this is like, this is what's cool. Yeah. One thing about the uh, what what do they call the chip? What's it called? Neuralink. Neuralink. Um, What's crazy is he's talking about basically it'll you'll have the internet in your head and everything that literally eliminates the need for schools because you don't yep. need to learn anything because you're one click away in your brain and then on top of that if it can program you to cure diseases if it cures obesity like he's saying then what individualizes yourself from everybody else like if if everybody can know the knowledge that Elon Musk knows or know the knowledge of this and you're one click away everything it could be carbon copy it's just like everybody yep. it's just going to be a bunch of like bots basically. Yeah. yeah. I would never I'll never do it. Bunch of NPCs. Yeah. Literally. Exactly. And ah, it, man. And then you look at like professional sports. I mean, everybody's just going to be a yeah. copycat. Like what's the point of watching sports if everybody's the same good? Like if I can if I'm sitting on the dang couch watching the Braves play and it's like, "Ah, I could just do that. Why would I watch that?" I'll like I'm just as so good as that guy. You got a basketball team or a football team with a bunch of near links in their head. You can run some nice plays. <laughs> yeah. You can run some good plays. Just he was even saying click that, it up on the tablet and yeah. everyone's just He was saying like Elon Musk was saying like it was gonna get to the point where like you can communicate with somebody without even talking. Like it will be instant communication. Whatever I'm That's thinking, nuts. you'll receive and whatever you're thinking, I'll receive. It's but then, crazy. But then whoever's behind the little computer board. Catch a virus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whoever's behind the computer board is also getting all of that. So yeah. I could be sitting here and talking to you, apparently, um, and Liam over here could technically hear the same conversation, and then everybody else. Like, yeah, what? Scary. how do you individualize that? It's scary. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't even know. I, I mean, just it's, hope, it's I terrifying. Know. I mean, even the Google CEO left. The, the guy, or not the CEO, the guy that was over AI for Google mm-hmm. left because he didn't quote, did not like where it was heading. Yeah, I think for sure they got to figure out some sort of regulation on yes, it. Like, yes. you can't just let it, I mean, I don't know, I don't know much about it, even speak on it, like, knowledgeably, but yeah. it doesn't seem like it'll be great in 10 years somehow. I, I mean, it's going to take over people's jobs, you know. It almost sounds like a super hero villain movie thing. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, we're putting these chips in these people's head and we're going to be able to control what they're thinking and saying and it's crazy even elon and uh bezos they both came out and said like hey like i know every it's a race to try to see who can come out with the best ai first this is an like a problem like they literally have said slow down like quit trying to put something out there because they're going to make something that could like potentially be detrimental yeah it has its upsides too though like i saw this video where you could like for a podcast, upload it, and the AI would make all your cuts to whoever's talking exactly. throughout the video. Yeah, like, I mean, that's it's it has its benefits. It's just got to be used correctly. Exactly, yeah. that's what I was trying to get at too. Like for that example right there, that's something you know. You click a couple of buttons on your computer, and boom, 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 you got all your clips for Instagram reels to post, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's not taking away from your creativity and your yeah. process of making videos. That's just doing the work you don't want to do. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love to use it for that purpose, you know what I mean? But as far as when it comes to just making what I want to make and, you know, 
I guess getting, what's the word, you know, just being successful with that. I yeah. want, I want to stick that to me. I want to use AI to do that. Yeah, AI can do all the work, the busy work, whatever, yeah. you know, I think you just got to learn how to utilize it the proper way. You want it, you want your work to be your work, yep. not the computer's work. Right. Like all these kids that were in college and high school is using chat BT three, whatever to yeah. do all their assignments for them. That's not their work. No, like a certain, like, I, it was so ridiculous that yeah, a teacher received like four copies of the same paper. Yeah. Our future doctors are going to be all Chad GPT graduates and everything. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, I hope not. Yeah. But, you know. I don't want somebody operating on my heart that just yeah. had AI write their I'd final paper. I'd on a heart. Yeah. 25-year-old nail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, Step one. Is, we're at a scary point. But anyway, speaking of your work, yeah. um, wh- like who do you shoot with? What's some of the equipment that you use? Um. And yeah, how do you go about it? So uh, nowadays I shoot, I've done a lot of shoots. This past year has been pretty busy for me. Um, so I work for Black Oak Creative. We're a marketing agency here in Winterhaven, Florida. Really cool. There's nothing like that around here. Yeah, yeah. It's a great place, man. We do a lot of cool stuff. Bunch of great people. And, um, you know, I like being there doing what I love. Um, we have a bunch of clients. We we're, do all their marketing for them. So we do a lot of their web, do a lot of their content, you know, just kind of handle all their marketing needs. Um we do a lot for the water sports industry. So That's a lot cool. of boat companies, uh, companies that make wakeboards, skis, surfboards, stuff like that. That's uh, their main focus is definitely in the water sports though. So I've done a lot for a lot of boat companies, made a lot of content for those working for Black Oak. Um, just did a shoot with Conley Water Sports, which is a company that's been around for a while. They make skis, wakeboards, wake surfboards. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's, that's cool. So, you know, that's a few days out in the lake. We film everyone riding the new products and, you know video photo me another guy and we'll turn that into content for the rest of the year and make reels and make their product videos for youtube and you know all kinds of stuff pictures for the box art stuff like that now what's like what's like the turnaround time on a project like that what does it look like so it depends i mean each project's different um you know some of these longer form videos will be you know we'll get it a month ahead of time and you know we just gotta try to fit it into the schedule of everything else we're doing sometimes we'll get a reel hey we need a quick reel of this surfboard that's due tomorrow you know it's just as it comes, we get scheduled it, and then we just try to get it done as soon as possible. But fortunately, I've been able to kind of, I've gotten in a good flow of it where, I, you know, you can't overthink the work. You just yeah. got to kind of do it to where you know it's good and just get it done, you know. That's a big thing, and, you know, if you're going to be a have a content job, you can't really overthink it. You got to just do it. Now, how many times do you do a project and you're like, oh, sh-, like you finish it and you're like, oh, shit, that's not good enough. Oh, well, <laughs> see, all the time. But I, I'll do it and complete it, and um, I could just be like, okay, this is good. It's good how it is, but I'll be like, maybe this will be better. Maybe if I time it on this beat, it'll be better. I get that bug I'll, too. It's a rabbit hole, man. Yeah. You go down it, and it's it's not worth it. You know what I mean? You gotta just trust yourself. Honestly, the best stuff I've ever made is the stuff I've done the fastest. Yeah, like something I'm just like, oh yeah, easy, boom, 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 throw it together. I'm like, damn, it's good. You know, when I sit there and spend an hour, a couple hours, just like, oh, I don't know if this is good here. This is good here. You get two in your head. It's just mm. that ain't the way to do it, man. You gotta just you know how to do it just make it and it'll be good yeah that's how it is on tiktok too like if you like throw a video together and i'm convinced like every single time i make a video and i just throw something together whatever boom and it pops off yeah but if i spend time be like oh edit here edit here cut this split yeah that, and then whatever. you watch it see my problem is i'll make something i'll watch it back like 20 times after yeah. i make it I'm yeah. like, oh and i'm like wait a minute I should have done this. And that's not the way to do it, man. You guys make it and be like, it's good. It's in yeah. It. Yeah. Trust yourself. Kind of like the, what our teachers used to teach back in the day. Yeah. On the multiple go choice, go answer. with your first answer. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's the way to do it. And as far as like, you know, like a song, like picking a song for a video has always been a huge thing, you know, like. So impactful. Sets the tone. Yeah. yeah. And I listen, literally, 
I'll scroll through songs, click, 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 first three seconds. Uh, that's all I listen to. Me too. Me too. Just boom, boom. Nope, nope, nope. Yep. That's don't fit. It. Don't fit. It. Don't fit. Got yeah. Back to your question, what you're saying. What do you ask out? Uh, about the equipment and everything. Like oh, yeah. What so kind of stuff equipment, um, you know, I've always been big. I do a lot with drones. I have my own camera. I've um, been a Sony guy for a while. Uh, I've used everything from Reds to Canon equipment, um, all kinds of different drones. You know, I've, I've used a little bit of everything. Uh, my main setup, though, is I like to I run with is I have two Sonys I run with and a drone. So I'll do a yeah. lot of that. Um, I'll stabilize some footage here and there with like a Ronin or a gimbal. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that, though. I like to do the handheld or locked off look. I'm big on just the handheld and, and kind of get up in the moment and get creative with it. Mm-hmm. So um, It's the most personal experience yeah. with it. I love doing drone stuff, though, like, you know. Big drone guy. You have to with like the water sports and stuff. I was about to get into yeah. that. Like it's huge. You see oh, yeah. every boat commercial, motorcycle commercial, car commercial now yep. too. Drones it's all drone good. shots. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Look, this boat shoot we just did past or past week in Tennessee. I mean, you know, we do a lot of drone boats running, people wakeboarding behind boats. Um, you know, all that. Drones are huge now. It's back in the day there wasn't no drones. If you wanted to get that shot, you had to get a helicopter yeah. out there and a guy with a camera in the helicopter, and you're spending yeah, way more money, money than you would on a drone. Then it's just but, you know, that guy did some jobs, but hey, man. That was one of the coolest things, things I ever saw. Like you said, I was in uh, Inglewood, Florida. I was down there in Ski Alley. Mm-hmm. Well, they were shooting a commercial for, I don't know, whatever boat right. company was down there that day. And it was before drones were too big. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a helicopter like 50 feet off the ground following this boat while it's coming through Ski Alley. And I thought yeah, it was the coolest cool. thing ever. Yeah. I, uh, man, I, I love like aviation stuff like that. Being in a helicopter, filming out, shooting out of a helicopter, that sounds awesome to me. Yeah. I love, I love like adrenaline, just anything like I don't know. I guess action mm-hmm. base filming that is always the best to me. You know. Well, nowadays, even flying the drones, like they they put them through a whole course, like to be uh, able yeah. to be like legally certified to cert for shoot for certain companies or whatever. You have to go through like a whole aviation like deal. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard about that? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I know it's, I think it's called a part 107 you have to get. So it basically just verifies you're safe and able to fly this drone for commercial purposes, you know, in certain areas. But, you know, there's a lot of restrictions on these drones too. Like, you know, if you go to fly it in an area, you, it's restricted and won't let you, you know, there's red spots all over the maps. Or if you're close to an airport, wherever, you know, they're really smart too. I remember one time I was flying over the lake, I was filming my friend on the boat. That's kind of when I first got one. I was flying over the lake. I was way over the lake in the middle of Lake Winterset and Winterhaven. And uh, a guy came to land his plane in the lake and it said on my screen, uh, like, aircraft approaching, landing now. And I'm like, oh, my God. In the middle of the lake. In the middle of the lake. And I was like, oh was, was, there's no stopping it. It's like, because there's another plane that just is like, it's got it. You know, yeah. you don't want to fly it into the plane, obviously. And I was like, oh, well, we got to go get it. Like, we hauled ass over to it and I'd get under it and catch it. But, you know, they're smart now. They got so much technology in them to where they... You know, you got to be in certain areas or be wherever. That's crazy. Obstacle avoidance, it, it, you know. I'm trying to, like, just picture this, like, like on the lake, and you've got, like, a $1,000, $2,000 drone or whatever yeah. landing now. Hell no, you're yeah, not. No, yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, you got to haul ass in the boat and get <laughs> over there, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, but you can put them in sport mode, and then they go really fast, but that turns off all the sensors. I crashed one a couple weeks ago. I was filming a water skier, and you just get ripping, man. That's how you get the best shots. You Once you get ripping with it, and then just... Did you at least get the video off of that? We crashed. Yes. Nice. Good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Good. It was about to be a heater of video too, and I just nailed the trees. Oh. Uh, wow. I saw it stumble through the trees, and I saw water, then it went black, and I was like, damn. Messed and, uh, that one up. Um, <sighs> so I quick ran in the woods. I found it, and it was hanging on one little arm, 
over the into the just on this little limb. Hanging over, over water. water. Didn't oh, hit you the were water. Lucky. Yeah, we were good. We were good. No Man. damage. Two for two on the luck. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you didn't have to fix anything on it? Uh, we sent it in. It was a little off kilter, you know. And it took a hit. So, But nothing was, like, super bad broke, you know. Like, it wasn't messed up too bad. It's got little plastic propellers. It cracked those a little bit. But yeah. other than that, I mean, nothing too crazy. I've seen them really get messed up. You yeah. Know? I wonder if they're going to start making them, like, pr- not waterproof to fly them in water. But, like, yeah. if they go down in the water, if they, like, will float and... Also, if there, I'm sure there's somebody out there working on it. Yeah, yeah. see, a lot of people <laughs> because that's though, a big thing. A lot of people don't really fly them over water. I mean, you got to in this kind of boating industry and whatnot, but uh, a lot of people don't like to do them over water. You know, a lot of people are a little more careful with them. So mm-hmm. that's where the future's heading with all that stuff, man. Yeah. Like all the easy shots to get in the drones, AI mm-hmm. cut footage, and oh, everything. Yeah, yeah for crazy. sure. And it's such a it's such an interesting field to be in. You know, because you're For always sure. going to have to adapt and learn. Yeah, I've loved every bit of it. You know, man, it's taken me a lot of places. I've got to meet a lot of people. And ultimately, I've been doing what I love. And I, I mean, I can't complain about it. You know, it's been fun. It's been great. And I look forward to doing a lot more doing it, you know, so. I think this is a good time to get into our, you know, our snap questions. Kind of know what he does outside of work. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, like Ryan said, this this area um or segment that we try to ask about uh is to get to know you more as a person um you know obviously we talked about your film and everything like that um so one question we always ask is if you could have three people out to dinner dead or alive who would your three people be Mm. man it's tough it is tough (laughs) there's a lot of people if i had to pick three though man i think i'd definitely put joe rogan in there Nice. Just Two weeks asking. in a row. Yep. I need him to ask some questions and kind of just be that guy there to get some information out of people. Um, who else? He's in my table as well. Yeah. He's just, he would kind of help the situation. Um, <laughs> you know, I might do someone like Snoop Dogg too. Oh, that would be a good combo. combo. Yeah. They would just be cool. I, I'm sure they've had a podcast together. It's really I want to be in the mix, man. I'll, I'll hang out with them. Um, and then maybe like a, I don't know, Einstein. Oh, Einstein. what a table. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have fun. That'll be a good time. That'd be a good podcast. Yeah. You'd be on the JRE with that one. JRE, Einstein, Snoop Dogg, and Liam. <laughs> <laughs> what a treat. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you will have all the cameras rolling too, yeah. getting all the clips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Our next question for you. You know, you do a lot of traveling. It seems like you've been all over the place, yep. you know, but if you could go anywhere in the world and kind of do this and kind of see it and just go visit, where would you go? Mm. Definitely want to get out of the country. I've never been out of the country. Been a lot of places in the country. Um, definitely somewhere I'd say, you know, tropical island. Yeah, I like your vibe. Not too sure. Um, whether it's Bali, I mean, I'd like to go to the Bahamas. I'd like to get a little further out than the Bahamas, but I mean, like, I guess anywhere Caribbean like that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Like Jamaica would be awesome. You know, as far as like filming goes, I just want to go to a lot of cool places and, you know, capture these moments and just travel and document my experiences. I think, I think that'd, that'd be, be really cool. Yeah. I feel like you can find a lot of creative ideas in the, the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot to do there. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of places I want to go, man. I'd like to go to Brazil or Thailand or, I mean, all kinds of places. Australia. I'd like to go to Australia, too. Me, too. Australia. I might go with Australia. Okay. I'll go Australia. Go see some kangaroos. Yeah. Yeah, Australia is great, man. Every person from Australia I've met is just incredible, and I would love to go there. 
Nice. Australia is my answer. Yeah. Nice. Final. Yep. Lock it in. <laughs> yep. And one hell of an accent, too. I feel yeah. like anytime yeah. I talk to somebody with an Australian accent, I'm like, can you just keep talking? Like, yeah, I'll just exactly. Listen. I know a few. We've worked with a few, and it, they're just great, man. They're awesome, and I love them. I, I think it'd be a cool place to go, for sure. I feel like it's very similar to, like, Florida um, in terms of, like, they have just, like, wildlife like in crazy places yeah, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like sure. stuff that can like hurt you too and so like a lot of people like get this idea of florida like oh there's alligators yeah, and gators. snakes and everything yeah. i feel like it's the same kind of over there be like hey, careful where you step yep. yeah, yeah facts i get so many people are like you really swim in the lakes i'm like yes yeah, they good. don't mess with you gators you're not yeah, mess with you nothing like, bothers me but a snake i don't like snakes yeah i don't like snakes either moxin rattlesnake anything i'm so, good so actually whenever the hurricane happened uh ian this whole place was practically flooded um yeah because oh, that yeah so the peace river runs into this lake and then it floods the yard dude whenever the water started going down the cotton mouse were everywhere got with a shotgun oh yeah yeah like i think i killed four in i think two days wow like just around my house because we've got two dogs like i don't want i don't want no. old char pup going down <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, but, the moxins, they'll get you too, man. They got venom. I, I'm good on snakes. A gator, I'll pet a gator. I don't care. But a snake, no way. Yeah, I'm good on snakes, snakes too. You got the uh, last one, Borb? Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> so we kind of change our questions every single week, but um, I kind of like to ask in this one, if you were to uh, to die tomorrow, what would you want your legacy to be left behind? Ooh. Yeah. Damn. That's deep. Um. It's tough. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I would just want people to remember me as uh, trying my best to just trying my best and always working hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. And just being being a good guy and, you know, hopefully I could inspire some people to do better things with their yeah. lives somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's probably a better way to put that. Um, I would just like, yeah. Be inspirational. Same. Yeah. I think that's what we want to do here. Inspirational and just, you know. We all, we, we, I think that's what everybody in this field wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, when I started thinking about this question and I kind of sat down, I was trying to think about to myself, I'm like, okay, Nate, we got to figure some things out. Like if I were to die tomorrow, what do I want people to remember me by? And I just kind of was like blank. And then I started yeah, doing I these thought things. About that. And uh, I started doing these things where it's like I started reading a lot of books. And so I started putting handwritten letters in the books that I read of my perspective on it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, for instance, if I were to pass away tomorrow, people would come back, look at my bookshelf, and have all these handwritten notes of all these perspectives. good idea. And then so authentic. You know, and and something like, you know, oh, we missed Nate. We're going to just tune into the Rule 1 podcast. Yeah, very true. This will be here forever. The show (laughs) goes on, Brian. Absolutely. The show goes on. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Well, Liam, it's been an absolute pleasure. Do you want to shout out your socials? Because there's some really cool videos on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, I'm on Instagram, every, right, mainly Instagram. Uh, Liam Rucka, first name, last name, L-I-A-M-R-E-R-U-C-H-A. Uh, I check should be posting. That, check out that UCF video, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I should be posting more here soon. I'm, I'm getting back to it. I've been on kind of off the grid for a while. It's been busy, school, work, life, you know. But I want to get back to creating, making cool stuff just for other people to see, you know. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we do something cool on every show. It's where we follow back um, every single one of our guests that we've had on the show. So if y'all obviously want to look at him or don't want to type that in, go to our following list and he'll be right there. I'll be there. That is our page. is Rule One Podcast. We're on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Check us out, guys. We'll keep growing you know, more and more. 
And don't oh, forget, yeah. like and subscribe. Absolutely. Like, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liam, that was a blast, man. Yeah. Thank you for coming sure on. Was. Yep. Thanks, guys. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace.